Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP gosh, time. Windy City Assassin does it again. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. It's over. The Bulls win at the buzzer. Live from downtown Chicago, you're listening to Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is episode four, and my guest is Frank Sungi. Am I pronouncing that right? No, but it's close enough. All right. My bad for butchering that. It's fine. You're not the only one. All right. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right. Here is what we're going to talk about today. We have the Jets-Browns takeaways. We have the predictions for the upcoming Sunday and Monday NFL games. We have the Joe Montana situation. We have takeaways from week three. We have the Titans-Steelers cancellation. We have the Bears naming Nick Foles as the starter for week four. Uh, Cam Newton's COVID diagnosis and the injury report. And we're going to start with the Jets-Broncos takeaways. What do, you, what, do you, what do you take away from the Jets-Broncos game? My takeaway is that the Jets, they're, I don't know how to put this, but it's obviously a rebuilding year. And it's been, honestly, the past couple of seasons have been a rebuilding year. Yeah. They still, they still have no defense and they're still unable to protect Sam Darnold. And the Broncos, even though even though the Jets forced three turnovers, they had three interceptions, they still they still lost. It is not that it's, it's not, it doesn't happen that often that you win the turnover battle, but you still lose. So the Jets, they're uh, it's clearly a rebuilding year. Right, right. I thought. That Sam Darnold was good for the Jets, though. Yeah, he showed. He showed. He, he's doing what he can with what he has. I mean, there's no, there's no one else on that offense you can point to and and say that that's a legit threat in the NFL. They had one touchdown which was his 46 yard scramble and then the rest of their points came off the field goals so it's they need more weapons on offense and they have no defense right right i also like for the broncos i thought their defense was very good i thought uh brett Ripien did a nice job in his debut i thought noah fant was good Jerry Judy was really solid. I thought Melvin Gordon was also good too. Yeah, so. the Jets 
the Broncos, the Broncos have uh, have a young a young squad. I think it's too early for us to 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 expect anything. This was their first one out of the season, so I think this year is a development year for the team because every everyone on that team is at least the 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 people we're we're expecting to be good on that team is extremely are still extremely young. Jerry Judy is his rookie year. Noah Font, I think this is his second year. And um, obviously Drew Locke didn't play that game, but they still found a way to win. Melvin Gordon had over a hundred yards rushing and two touchdowns. So hmm. they they have they have a formula. I I don't think they have the experience experience they need yet yeah I think both teams I think just need to get more experience yeah the 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 Broncos are they have talent a lot of talent on that team they're just young so they're playing without expectations right now right right do you have any other takeaways from the Jets Broncos game or no um, I think, well, it's good for the Broncos that they got their first win. But my biggest takeaway was just how bad the Jets looked. Like the Jets, yeah. they should have, in my opinion, they should have won that game. But they just looked bad, especially on the, in the red zone. All right. So that's, that's good. That's good. Okay. Nothing else? No, those, those, those are my main takeaways. Nice, nice, nice. And, yeah, I think that's it for me, too, with that topic. Now we're going to get into – the predictions for the upcoming Sunday and Monday NFL games. I'm going to share my screen with you for the Ravens and the football team. Who do you have winning that game? Um, I think this, the Ravens should be able to win this game easily. The, uh, the, the football team, there's not much. This isn't, this isn't a game. I would expect them to show up for just because the Ravens have been so dominant and that their, their mantras run the ball. So they're going to chew up a lot of time on the clock and Washington, the defense just is, it won't be able to stop the Ravens. So I have the Ravens winning that game. Yeah. I also think the Ravens will win that game too. All right, what about the Chargers versus the Buccaneers? The Chargers and Bucks. I actually I actually think the Chargers have a chance to win this game, but I'm going to go with the Bron- Broncos. They just have have a better defense first overall and they have Tom Brady back on the center, which brings a lot of experience and that offense is just loaded with weapons. The the Chargers have a good defense especially a good secondary. But I think for the Chargers, if the Chargers are going to have to win this game, it's going to come down to the QB I'm situation. Sorry. Do you mean you mean the Buccaneers? 
No, I I have the Bucks winning the game, but I wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if the Chargers sneak sneak away sneak away with the win in this game. Okay, I have the Buccaneers winning this game. All right, now what about the Seahawks versus the Dolphins? Seahawks and Dolphins. I don't think I don't think this is a game where uh, we're gonna see another Fitz Magic miracle. I have the Seahawks win this game. They got Russell Wilson on their center, and their defense is looking better and better every game. So I have I'm going with the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm also going with the Seahawks too. All right, now what about the Vikings versus the Texans? Vikings and Texans. This, I think this is going to be one of the closer games this week, this weekend. Um, obviously, both teams have underperformed so far. The Texans have gotten better with each week as each week goes by. And I think they have the I think they'll come up on top for their first win this this week just because the Vikings haven't looked all the the Vikings have looked disorganized and I don't, I don't think that they're gonna catch their stride this week. Okay, I have the Texans winning too. You have the Texans also. Yeah, I think the Texans will walk out of this game with the win. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Now, what about the Saints versus the Lions? The Saints and Lions. I, I'm i actually going to go with the Lions in this game just because the Saints have not looked – they haven't looked great. They've had some some top performers like last week which was a really good game. Alvin Kamara showed up. The offense showed up. They just couldn't get it. They just couldn't – they couldn't finish at the end of the game. But Drew Brees has not looked good to me this year. He's, he's looked like he's taking a step back. And I think the Lions have surprisingly – the Lions have looked better than their record shows. And especially that defense. That defense has surprised me in how they're performing this year. So I have I have I have the Lions winning this game. Okay. Well, I have I have the Saints winning this game. And what about the Browns versus the Cowboys? The Browns and Cowboys. I have the Cowboys winning this game because the Browns have looked underwhelming this year. They're it's still early in the season, so they can't pick it up. But they've just they don't look like they don't look like a, a team that can take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a very dangerous team, and they're better than the record shows. But I don't think I don't think the Browns will be able to handle the Cowboys. So I have the Cowboys winning this game. All right, I have I have the Browns actually winning this game. I think they can do it, too. Also, what about the Jaguars versus the Bengals? 
Jags and Bengals. I I I think the Bengals will come out of this game with the dub. They've looked better than I expected, especially last week. But they've 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 shown that they can fight with at least the the lower level teams. And I think that's one of the, one of those teams is the Jaguars. So I think the Bengals will be able to get their first win. Yeah, that's what I was thinking also. I think the Bengals get their first win also. Yeah. Cool. Now, what about the Cardinals versus the Panthers? The Cardinals and Panthers. I think this game is a good for the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals winning this. The Pan- The Panthers' defense has not looked good at all this year. And I think that it's only going to get worse, especially when you have the offense that the Cardinals have. They have a lot of – they're a lot like the Bucks' offense, how they have multiple threats at receiver and they have a good back. So I have the Cardinals winning this game. Yeah, I also have the Cardinals winning this game too. Now, what about the Giants versus the Rams? The Giants and Rams. I have the Rams winning this game just because – Saquon Barkley is out. As we know, he's out for the season with a torn ACL. And he's a big part of that offense, like a big part of that offense. And I think that the Rams, the, the Giants won't have the firepower to stay up with the Rams. Okay. I also have the Rams winning this game too. All right. Now let's – Move on to the Bills versus the Raiders. Bills and Raiders. I have the Bills winning this game. The Bills have looked extremely impressive this year. They look like a playoff team today, so they're ready to go. Josh Allen has been amazing this year so far, and if he can keep up the performance, they're going to be they're going to be a hard team to beat. And that defense is no joke. So I have the Bills winning this game. Yeah, I also have the Bills winning this game, too. All right. Now let's get into the Colts versus the Bears. The Colts and Bears. I honestly – I want to say the Bears, but I honestly – I don't have a preference in this game just because – the Bears have – they've looked – they were a different team in the second half last week against the Falcons. But I – it's all going to come down to how Nick Foles, Nick Foles plays. If he plays like he did in the second half last week, then the Bears should be able to walk out of, walk out of this week with the W. But the QB situation is, is just it's – it's a detriment to the Bears, so – I wouldn't be surprised if they lose this game, but I have the Bears winning. Yeah, I I also have the Bears winning too. All right, now let's get into the Eagles versus the 49ers. Eagles and 49ers. I have the 49ers winning this game. The Eagles have just looked disappointing this year. And it's – I think – 
if they if the Eagles lose this game, which I don't see how they can win this game because the 49ers, their defense is like just like last year's no joke. Their offense has started slow, but they're they're starting to pick it up. And it just it is not looking good for the Eagles because that team that team also looks dysfunctional. Okay. Okay. All right. What about the Falcons versus the Packers? Falcons and Packers. I have the Packers win this. Game. Oh wait. I meant to say the 49ers would take that game too. You have the 49ers winning the beating the Eagles too? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Now let's get into the Falcons versus the Packers. The Falcons and Packers. I have the Packers winning this game because the Packers have looked extremely good this year, especially on offense. They've scored a high in just the three games, a lot of points. So they have, they have the weapons to get in the end zone and Aaron Rodgers is looking better than ever. And the Falcons have just looked, they can't, the Falcons don't look like a team that can finish the game. So I think the Packers are going to come out this week with another W. Yeah. I think the Packers win that game too. All right. Even though the Patriots and Chiefs game is not scheduled, who do you think wins that one? The Patriots or the Chiefs? I think that the Chiefs the Chiefs would have won that game because you can't really hold a team like the Chiefs to a low-scoring game, which is what the, the, the Patriots like to do. They like to keep t- explosive teams – and held, keep keep them locked up and held them to a low-scoring game. But the Chiefs have just looked looking invincible this year. So that would have been a high-scoring game. And I don't think the Patriots have the weapons on offense to keep up with the Chiefs. So I would I would have went with the Chiefs. All right. I'm a, I would also go with the Chiefs, too. All right. And that wraps up the predictions. So now let's get into the Joe Montana situation. Um, what do you? What are your? What are your thoughts? Man, when I when I heard this story, I I I didn't know what to think because 2020 has been a long year. We've lost a lot of people, and I just yeah. thought that. Thank, thank God Joe Montana and his family is safe because yes. this 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 is a, another story that fits perfectly with 2020. So thank, thankfully, nothing bad happened, but my heart almost dropped when I read this story. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, thank God they're safe and that things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Now, now, uh, what are your takeaways from week three in general? What do you think you would say? I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a second. From week three in general, um, my biggest takeaways are the Bills, 
and Chiefs, the Bills, Chiefs, and Seahawks look like playoff teams right now. They clearly came into the season with a plan. And even though the season is – we're having a wild season, but they're, they came prepared. They're not – not taking these early games as as um not building up in these early games. They look like a playoff team now cuz so I think those teams are going to be dangerous come playoff time. Um I also I've also been impressed by the the Seahawks, the Seahawks and Packers. They're um they they also look like they're ready. They came ready to play. And the, the the Packers had a tough tough game last week against the Saints, but they came up on top. That they they look more the offense look looks more explosive. The Packers offense looks more explosive than it did last year. We'll see if the if the defense will be able to keep up. But the Packers look like a dangerous team too. The Bears, even though they're at at three and zero, I don't. They've, I feel like they've they're lucky to be at three and zero because I feel like they should have lost against the Lions. Yeah, but they snuck out of there yeah. with the W, and then especially last week against the uh, the Falcons, it, they especially in the first quarter, they just they didn't look like they were prepared to play. The defense, the defense isn't the defense that we had Matt Nagy's first year where they're just going to stop and bully everyone. The defense has given up big plays. They almost gave up a game-winning drive against the Lions the first week. They showed up last, last week in the second half by shutting down the Falcons, but the defense isn't the defense of old that we can rely on. The offense is going to need to catch up. Yes. Yeah, they do. They do need to catch up. Hmm. I also do think that the Bills and the Packers will be very good. And also the Seahawks will be very good come playoff time. Those teams, they, they look like they're ready to play the playoffs now. Yeah. And that's, that's a dangerous yeah, very, very dangerous teams. Do you have anything else when it comes to the takeaways from week three? Um, my other big takeaways is that the Bucks and Saints, the Bucks. I don't they're not the team they're clearly not the team that everyone believes believed they were going to be when they were making all these moves in uh during the off season. Tom Brady isn't the Tom Brady of old, but he can he clearly can still play. So I think their success is gonna is gonna depend on how how long Tom Brady can last because it's not looking like he has much more in the tank, but they, he's still playing well enough for them to win now. 
And I think it's the same thing with the Saints. Drew Brees has not looked impressive this season. Season He's had a slow start to the season, but he's starting to pick it up. Especially last week, he had 288 yards and three touchdowns. So he's starting to pick it up, but I would be worried if I was if I was those two teams, especially the Saints. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on that too. So I think that's it for the week three takeaways, right? Yep. All right. Now let's go into the Titans Steelers cancellation. What do you What do you take away? I think that. This is, this is clearly not good. It's only week four, and we've already had two games because now the uh, the Chiefs and Patriots also won't play this week. And clearly yeah. the, Titans, the Titans and Steelers are not playing. So this is, this is clearly not what the NFL wants. Especially this early in the season, I don't think it's it's going to be a good sign. I think the NFL is going to have to have some way to have uh, you're going to have to make even more restrictions on on who who's playing and how uh, when how often they're getting tested and who's allowed to do what and go where because having an outbreak this early in the season is, is not, is not good. Right. Right. Yeah. That really, that really does complicate things a lot. Yeah. Clearly they have, they have time to make up these games, but what happens if we go next week and then another game gets canceled and then the week after that, it's not looking good right now. Yeah. They, um, if it gets to that, if it gets to like that, we're having games canceled due to COVID for like week five and six and seven. Maybe they may have to cancel the season. I'm not sure, but hopefully, hopefully that is not the case. I think that before they're gonna explore all options before canceling the season. I think they might, if this continues, they might even shorten the season before they canceled it. Instead of everyone playing 16 games, then we'll just shorten it to however many games they need. But to have games being postponed and canceled this early, it's only week four. This is not looking good. Right, right. And um, hopefully the players with COVID recover very quickly. We we hope that they recover very, very quickly. Yep, hopefully hopefully everyone's safe. Yes. Yes. What else do you have to take away from the Titan Steelers cancellation? Um, I I think that's that that's all I have to take away. Okay. All right. Now let's get into the Bears naming Nick Foles as the starter for week four. What are your takeaways? 
I think this was – everyone expected this to happen once Nick Foles came over. It was just a matter of, of, of when. When will Foles step in? Because Trubisky, ever since his first – ever since after his first year with Nagy has just underperformed. And this team, this team went from looking like they were ready to winning a Super Bowl to – Oh, they couldn't. They couldn't even make the playoffs. So I wasn't all all too surprised. I didn't expect Trubisky to hold his starting job for that long. But now comes the big question: Is what Nick? Which Nick Foles are we gonna get? Are we gonna get the Nick Foles that was playing for the Eagles and led them to a Super Bowl, or led them to an upset in in uh, Chicago at, in the wild card round? Are we going to get the Nick Foles that showed up for the Jaguars? And it's just, depending on which Nick Foles we get, the Bears Bears season is in jeopardy. Yeah. Hopefully we get the Nick Foles that that played for the Eagles and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. If if that's the Nick Foles we get, then – Mitchell Trubisky is done in Chicago, but if not, then I can see them going back to Trubisky and giving him one more chance. Yeah, yeah, totally true. Is that all you have for the Nick Foles being named starter for week four? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Now let's get to the Cam Newton COVID diagnosis. What are your takeaways? This is also this is not this doesn't this isn't good for the the Pats. Um, obviously, they won't be playing this week as this game has been postponed, so it won't affect them. It won't affect them this week, but thankfully, there's there's not a big outbreak on the Pats team so far. It's it's, it's only been. Cam Newton that we know about, but I think this is hopefully this doesn't become the new normal. But right, right. Especially, especially when you have a big player like Cam Newton, and this is a, this is a it's a redemption year, so he can't can't really afford to be missing time. But thankfully, he won't miss time this week. Hopefully, he recovers and all is well, and he'll be back next week. Yes. Yeah. Um, we hope he recovers very quickly and that all is well also. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you have anything else, sir? Nope. All right. Now let's get into the injury report for week four. I'm going to share my screen again. I'm going to share my screen. All right. What do you what do you take from the injury report? Um I think this year has we've had a whole lot of injuries this year already and and it's not just small-time injuries. We've had a lot of season-ending injuries 
So, yeah, I think this year is going to all be about the war of attrition. Who who can stay healthy the longest? Because we've already had a lot of uh, big names out for the season. Yeah. Really rough stuff, too. I think, yeah. I think the main reason why there's so many injuries this year, I think it's the lack of preseason and the lack of spring training and all that stuff. Because spring training and preseason – helps the players like keep it uh keep in shape and conditioning and all that stuff uh-huh their, their bodies they're asking too much of from their bodies and hopefully hopefully we don't see another big big name go out this week from uh injury but yeah it's been uh it's been a bad couple of weeks. Yeah. It really has. It really has. So. Yeah. Do you have anything else with the injury report for week four? Um, no. Okay. I... I just wanted to say that we hope anyone that's uh, currently injured right now, we hopefully that hopefully that they uh, have a speedy recovery and that they recover. Yeah, I, was, I said speedy recovery. Hopefully that happens. And they're and back out on the field. They can get back on the field as soon as possible. And... I think that's it. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Actually, no, we don't need to do that. Anyway, I think that is it for episode four. Frank, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Mike. No problem. No problem. Take care, man. Um, have a good one. Mm -hmm. I'll enjoy the games this weekend. Yes, I'll enjoy the games too. You're you're welcome anytime on the show. No problem. I love you. All right, thank you, man. Uh, take care, dude.